At Disney World in Florida, people are pooping while waiting for the rides. A human skull was found in a Florida thrift shop. A Florida man was caught with five alligators living in his bathtub. And what is the loofah code? It's something secret at Florida's villages. These are the weird stories for Friday on Weird AF News, and they are all from the state of Florida. It's Florida Friday on Weird AF News. Let's go. The customers at Disney are pooping while waiting for rides. It's called the poop hallway. Disney's absurd new trend of defecating in ride lines. How disgusting. The latest trend at Disney parks is quite disturbing. As many customers are deciding to defecate in the middle of ride lines. According to guests who unfortunately witnessed these bizarre acts, they're taking to social media to share the incidents and hopefully shame these defecators. What I want to know is who's cleaning up all that Disney poop? Which character? Is it? No, it's probably poor Goofy. Oh, no. <laughs> I gotta go pick up the poop. <laughs> oh, poor Goofy gets stuck with all the lame jobs. It says here, twice in the last month, Disney Parks guests have taken to social media to share these disgusting sights they have witnessed in ride lines at Disney World in Orlando, Florida. Here's a quote from one post on social media. I'm in the line for Rise of the Resistance at Disney World. Someone let their kid take a dump on the floor and then they just walked out and left it like WTF like. Now you're wondering, is this little defecation anecdote an isolated incident or is it common at Disney? Well, according to a former cast member, there's a section of the Flight of the Passages ride line that the employees call the, quote, poop hall because of the number of people who have gone to the bathroom there while waiting in line. (laughs) Unbelievable. The former employee says, quote, well, bodily fluids no longer bother me after working at Disney. Let's just say that the attraction I worked at is what the cast ended up calling the poop hall because of the number of times guests have gone in there and pooped. We even put up a camera, and it still didn't stop the uh, guests from pooping there. (laughs) Wow, okay. Uh, There is more evidence of this in a book called Cleaning the Kingdom, Insider Tales of Keeping Walt's Dream Spotless. Two former Disneyland custodial team workers confirmed this disgusting act happens extremely often. Even even making up a code, human code H. A code H originally meant that a custodial worker needed to clean up after one of the Disney horses pulling the vehicles down Main Street uh, had pooped. However, the term was quickly modified to not only refer to horses and their defecation, but also human poop as well in the park. (laughs) I guess there must be a lot of it. (laughs) Another reason not to go to Disney. Now... According to the anecdote, it was just child poop, which was the issue. But I'm wondering if adult poop is also an incident. I assume that it it, it is. If you have IBS, you can't really stand in a three-hour line for Pirates of the Caribbean comfortably. You're going to want to exit at some point. They should sell Disney diapers at the gate for $150. People would buy those, I assume. You should bring your own diaper, though, to Disney. And if your kids really have to go, just drop them off at Splash Mountain for a little while. <laughs> let, them, let them go over there, clean up 
<laughs> I can't do it. No, they, they sell the fast pass, right? You should get the fast pass so you can skip those long lines. They should also sell a fast poopy piss pass that <laughs> that lets you leave the line and go poop or pee, and then uh, an employee will stand there for you while you go, and you can come back. Yeah, the fast poopy piss pass. Who's on board with me, guys? Disney should call me. I have ideas. A human skull was found in a Florida thrift shop. A shopper at a Fort Myers, Florida thrift store made an unusual discovery. A human skull. The shopper happens to be an anthropologist and noticed the skull was being sold in the Halloween section of the thrift shop. Further investigation of the skull by the anthropologist revealed it to be a human skull, which I believe is not legal. The owner of the North Cleveland Avenue thrift store told the deputies that the skull came from a storage unit that was purchased years prior. The owner claims to not realize it was an actual human skull. Based upon the observations of detectives on the scene, the skull is believed to be that of a human. We have a quote here from Beth, who is one of the managers of the thrift shop. Beth says, we spent several hours just trying to figure out what to do because several of these deputies were like, this is new. We never said we never had this experience before. And of course, the medical examiner took the skull back to their office and they're going to do whatever they need to do to figure out what, 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 what this is, what it is. Well, it seems like management is just pleading ignorance in this particular case, not knowing that it was a human skull. But it says they priced the skull at four thousand dollars in the store. If this was a plastic skull, you wouldn't put a $4,000 price tag on it. You can get a plastic skull for 20 bucks or whatever. So it would seem to me that they knew this was a human skull, thus the $4,000 price tags. I don't know if I believe Beth and the management team on this one. And now, get ready for the plot twist. Because I found another update on this story, and it says... The skull is believed to have belonged to a Native American woman, according to the anthropologist who called the police. And now members of the American Indian movement say they are outraged. They want the Paradise Vintage Market manager arrested for this, claiming that she actually broke the law, as Florida is one of only eight states where selling human remains is illegal. All right, hold, 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 hold the boat here. There's only eight states where selling human remains is illegal? I mean, you could buy human remains legally in most states. This is shocking news to me. <laughs> no, doubly shocking is that Florida is one of the only states where this is illegal. I mean, you know what I mean? Wow, this whole thing is, uh, well, it's a learning experience for all of us. I mean, this is good to know, though. So you should check your local state laws if you're trying to sell grandpa's skeleton to a lamp manufacturer <laughs> or just sell his ribcage to a, a guitar maker. Um, it says here, this woman, Beth, admits that she put the human skull for sale in, in a display case with the $4,000 price tag, which is quite a lot. I mean, you're going to pay an arm and a leg for this skull? Get <laughs> it, get it. The chairman of the Florida American Indian Movement, Robert Rosa, believes this is unacceptable behavior, all of this. He says, quote, it is human remains. She tried to profit off of it. Whether it be Native American, she should be arrested. There are laws against this. It's a common thing here in Florida where people are just desecrating these mounds and pillaging it for human remains. It's disgusting. I mean, I kind of find it difficult to believe people are pillaging graves and mounds, removing skeletons from coffins in the cemetery and cleaning them and bringing them to goodwill. 
Although if you can make $4,000 off just a skull, I mean, I mean <laughs> some people are in uh, dire straits financially. <laughs> Honey, what'd you do with grandma's remains? Oh, never mind, never mind. I'm going to the Salvation Army. Do you need anything? Yay! A Florida man is found with five alligators living in his bathtub. He was found with the alligators in the bathtub. He's living in the bathtub with alligators. Wow, you got to love Florida, man. All about nature, living with the wildlife. They're really naturalists down there in Florida. They love it. Pythons. What are those iguanas that fall from the trees? Florida resident Robert Robinson faces legal consequences from wildlife officials after they discovered five alligators in his bathroom. Only five? I mean, I don't know if you've seen the price of food lately, but this is probably livestock. This guy's going to live off the alligators. It's hard out there for a Florida man. The Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission cited the 38-year-old for unlawfully keeping the reptiles without a permit during a visit to his home. This was following an anonymous tip that they received. When they arrived at Robinson's residence, they encountered an individual on the front porch who contacted the homeowner. Robinson admitted to having alligators inside the home and granted permission for the officers to inspect. Yeah, come you want to see my gator bath? Come on in. You want to take a bath with the gators? Five bucks, take a bath with the gators. Don't worry, I taped the mouth shut. I mean, we watch out for the claws, but <laughs> the mouths are shut. Upon inspection, the officers found five juvenile gators in the bathtub and conducted a thorough search of the premises to ensure no other animals were present. Just the five gators in the bathtub. We're supposed to keep your gators, though. You can't, you know, keep them in the sink. That's where Florida man poops. <laughs> Let's just be thankful that they didn't keep these juvenile gators in the baby's crib along with the baby. It says here the wildlife officials removed the gators from the bathtub and subsequently located Robinson at his workplace where he confessed to capturing the reptiles from a pond near his house. Uh, leaving unanswered questions about his intentions and the duration of their captivity. Well, why don't you ask him what he's going to do with these gators? I thought he was at the house. Someone else let them in? I got so many questions. Florida man. Gators are like bats to Batman for Florida man. Let me rephrase that. Gators to Florida man are like bats to Batman. Florida man's a superhero in a way when you think about it. What do you guys think is Florida man's kryptonite? Probably books and hygiene. <laughs> oh, you get that soap away from me. Well, you guys know uh, whenever I do a alligator related story, I have to play the song. So cue the music, maestro. Got an alligator in my backyard and nobody cares, nobody cares. Got an alligator in my patio and nobody cares, nobody cares. Had an alligator at my birthday party and nobody cares, nobody cares. Had an alligator in the front seat of my Volkswagen and nobody cares cause it's Florida. Alligators everywhere And nobody cares in Florida There's alligators everywhere And nobody cares Yay! The Lufa Code and Florida's largest retirement community What is the Lufa Code? 
Well, there's a story making the rounds these days about how people who live in the villages, Florida's largest retirement complex, convey their kinky partner-swapping sexual appetites by placing color-coded loofah poofs on top of their cars. All right, we get in this. They're putting colorful loofahs on their cars to signify they're into swapping partners, wife swapping, whatever you want to call it. It indicates their particular sexual appetite according to the color of the loofah they leave on the cars in this retirement complex, which I've covered on the show many times. The village is known for underground Viagra sales and the largest community of STDs in the entire United States, so they say. But apparently this is a new thing. The loofah code. Uh, uh, Someone in Reddit who seems to be familiar with the situation broke down what all the colors mean white represents novices and beginners purple is for people who just like to watch other people do the thing pink stands for people who like to be with others in the room blue is for those who can play well with others yellow is for people who want to have fun but are still very nervous black is used for a full swap and is for people who say let it all go down whatever that means And the final color is teal, which is for people who are bisexual, and these are the people who wish to increase their dating chances. So according to what you're into, you leave the color loofah on your windshield, or who knows, maybe you hang it from your mailbox. Uh, This particular story goes on to say that this is just the latest chapter in the folkloric canon of sex-sodden tales that collect so easily at this sprawling three-county, 76,000-resident, 55-and-over community that bills itself as Florida's friendliest hometown, the Villages. With live music and plenty of alcohol and Viagra flowing nightly and older, leisure-seeking adults looking to be friendly, in the Villages... There's much more to life than just pickleball. Don't believe me? Well, put a pink loofah on your car windshield and experience a little tickleball. <laughs> tickleball, guys. Come on. Come on. We're doing the weird news. Who? Only from Florida. Thank you, my listeners, for spending a little time with the Weird AF News podcast and specifically Florida Friday. I want to give thanks to all of my listeners who support me by sending me amazing Florida news leading up to Friday. Very helpful, allowing me to do the best Florida Friday episode that I can do. Shout out to anyone who's kept me caffeinated as well. That helps helps me do the best Florida Friday episode that I can do as well. If you guys would like to buy me coffee and keep me caffeinated for such tasks, please go to weirdafnews.com, the official website of Weird AF News, where you can buy me a coffee, or you can join the Patreon, which is like buying Jonesy a coffee every damn month. Uh, You can also download the Patreon app on your smartphone and just do a search for Weird AF News, and uh, that's where I'm at. I appreciate all the support I got. I appreciate everybody everybody reaching out to me. I hope you're you're having an amazing weekend. I'm having a hard time talking. Um, My lips are moving faster than my brain. Anyways, I hope you're having a nice weekend or you had one or you're going to have one. Please celebrate life as best you can. Don't pay attention to the debilitating mainstream news if you can avoid it. Just listen to the weird AF news. It'll keep you smiling. It'll keep you laughing. It'll keep you saying, man, thank God I don't live in Florida. Am I right?
Well, I guess lastly, if you'd like to reach out to me, the email is funnyjones at gmail.com. You can call the show 646-450-2012. Follow me on Instagram at funnyjones. That's the way to do it, at funnyjones. And for those of you who are in Texas, next weekend I'll be performing in Dallas from... Uh, the dates are Thursday the 16th through Sunday, what's that, the 20th? Something like that. Yeah, 16th through the 20th. So come out to a show if you'd like. Be nice to meet you. All the information's available on my Instagram account, at Funny Jones. There's a link there where you can purchase tickets. Or just send me an email if you have any questions, funnyjones at gmail.com. I'll, uh, I'll give you all the details, and I would love to see you. Hope you have an amazing weekend, as always. And good luck with your life, man. No, no really, really good luck with your life, man.